0: Hey, everyone. On today's episode, Alex and I talk about how what the Washington Redskins, now the Washington football team, just did with their rebrand and what you need to be aware of in your own contracting business. Check it out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Logan. Hey, guys. I'm Alex. And on today's episode, uh, Contractor Growth Network, typically I put that in the beginning of the episode, but uh, we're changing things up. What happened today at the time of this recording is I'm personally a Washington Redskins fan, born and raised in the area. I've um, only ever seen really two winning teams in my 29 years of life, but they changed the name. They changed the name from Washington Redskins over to Washington football team as a placeholder while they figure out what the move going forward is. So Alex, just as an overview. To you, I mean, you're a massive, you're a bigger sports fan than I am. How big of a deal is it for a team to not just change the logo? Because like the Cleveland Indians changed the logo from a pretty racist looking Indian to a more stoic looking Indian, but for the Redskins Mm -hmm. to completely change the nickname and the logo and everything about the team.
1: It's a huge deal. Uh, It's a huge deal for a team like the, you know, the Washington football team now, because that, that franchise has been around for 90 something years. I mean, that's, uh, that's been their only name for 90 years. That's a huge deal. You don't really see that a lot with older franchises like that that have a fan base
0: and have a history and legacy like that. That's a big deal. So let me look this up real fast, fill the air time about the Redskins, but I want to look up the top sports franchises mm-hmm. in the world because the Redskins, as of recent, they've been slipping pretty heavily. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, just, I just looked up, I Googled, top sports franchises and Google just shows a bunch of different franchises. And the order goes Cowboys, Yankees, Patriots, Lakers, Knicks. So that's top five. And then rounding at the top 10 is Manchester United, Real Madrid, the New York Giants, Golden State Warriors, Washington Redskins. So what that shows you is that the Redskins just off the top are the number 10 most valuable franchises or teams in the entire world yeah so it's not like they're taking this lightly because when they change redskins in the name they have to pull all the clothing they have to pull everything out and effectively start over yeah but
1: that was initially the problem it was all these companies were pulling out so it kind of forced their hand which i think mm-hmm. is the only way you really make change right now it's it's forcing their hand but you're right i mean that's i guess that's the underlying reason why the owner fought for the name for so long
0: that was a huge part of it for sure i mean he also grew up a redskins fan he grew up in the area dan snyder um so mm-hmm. he said as you know like a couple of years ago even as long as i'm in the owner seat i'm not changing the name yeah and he was very uh foot in the ground i'm not doing it you can't make me type deal and now with you know, in lieu of everything going on, he's changing. And the reason that we're bringing this up is this is a conversation that I have with a lot of contracting companies Mm -hmm. where what they say is they say things like, you know, where they come to me and they go, Logan, like, what do you think? Like, why are we not getting leads? What's going on? And the first thing that we look at is just what does their brand say about them? So Alex, to you, when you think of a company brand, what does brand really encompass? Like if I said, tell tell me like, you know, the brand of this, what sorts of things would you include when you talk about the brand? Um,
1: when I talk about the brand, I guess from a consumer's perspective, I would think of uh, how my service, how my customer service was with them, what kind of products do they sell, um, and the overall experience. I would say that that cultivates when you walk into their store or you, call them on the phone if it's over the phone uh, type of sale
0: exactly so it's the brand is very important because it really paints a picture now what happens is with a lot of people's websites and just a lot of the marketing collateral or marketing materials that they use they'll be doing you know like a hundred thousand dollar remodel but then their yard signs are just corrugated cardboard Mm -hmm. like you know they they expect clients to spend six figures which is well above the national household median income on a project that's really a nice to have project, like nobody's going to die if you don't get their kitchen remodeled. But then they turn around and they go very cheap with things. And then they get frustrated when the next client won't spend a bunch of money on them. So the brand is huge. Mm -hmm. Now where I'm going with this is part of that brand is your logo, what you stand for, the the company name, right? If I came to you, Alex, I said, Alex, this is Logan from Budget Remodeling. We're a really high-end remodeling company. Does that make sense to you? No, I think you're budget remod- you're trying to save me more money than anything. Exactly. So, that in itself throws everything off. And then same mm-hmm. with the logo. If the lo- like unfortunately what happens is a lot of contractors when they begin And this is what most actually small businesses as a whole do. Some restaurants do a very good job of this, but what a lot of uh, small businesses do is when they create their logo, they effectively try to pack their entire business, the services they provide, how to contact them and their full history as a human being into their logo. Mm -hmm. When in reality, that's not a logo. Like, Alex, what's the Apple logo look like? Just an Apple. How many of Apple's products are Apple's? many
1: Apple's products are apples.
0: Our actual apples. Oh, zero. Yeah, <laughs> zero. right. So, what does it matter? Facebook is literally a blue F. I mean, the logo in mm-hmm. itself does not need to represent your entire history of, of everything. But a lot of contractors and businesses do that. And then, on for, and, and like when you first start off, that's typically how you start because you think, well, if they see the logo, they're going to completely understand everything about the business. And it's kind of like. You know, if you're on a uh, estimate with somebody, you then just give them at the end of the estimate, you email them over like your proposal, and you just think that the proposal is going to somehow solve all the objections that they're going to have. But they put too much into the logo, which it then creates a bad logo. Mm-hmm. And then down the road, when they come to us and they say, "Hey, what's going on?" One of the things that I got to talk about is, "Hey, I, I got to be honest. Did you make that logo in Microsoft Paint on Windows 95?" because it looks terrible and if you're really high end and the logo looks like my cat Pauline drew it it's a mismatch yeah. so i then go let's talk about that and what they don't want to do is redo the logo because they've already got their trucks wrapped with it they've already got uh, shirts with it they don't want to spend an extra you know a truck wrap's going to be a few grand um, you know shirts uniforms are probably another couple grand all in all you're probably looking max if you're big operation 20 grand Mm -hmm. and they don't want to spend 20 grand and redo the logo because that's been their brand that's what everybody knows them by but a lot of the people that come to us also have had a lot of years where stuff has not worked so they go well i don't want to change all this stuff because this is who i am this is what people recognize me as and i'm like yeah but those are also the same people that have been beating you up for 15 years in business so you think there's a correlation with how you used to think and act versus where you're trying to get to now? Because like you can't change without changing yourself and, and the business. So that's kind of a conversation that I have to have. A lot of people just say, "Screw, it, I'm not changing my logo. Like we'll deal with it," because they don't think it's yeah. that big of a deal. Um, it's it's not the end of the world. But there are a few times where people try to go high end, and their logo speaks a very different. You know, like they're they're trying to be like, a, you know, I'm a high end builder. And they think in their head, builder. They put like a hammer and a saw in their actual logo, mm-hmm. which to me is 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 it's okay, but like it's just not Cheesy. it's not what you want. That's, it, that does not say we are expensive. That says we will come out and hammer and saw stuff for you, and that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll demolish we'll demo you, and then leave you with a bill. But yeah, yeah. Now I, I I got two big takeaways from what you just said. One thing is I think people get a lot prideful about necessarily the wrong things. You know, at the end of the day, you're a business, you're trying to make money. So why be attached to something you created in Microsoft Paint when there's professionals out there that can make a better logo for you? Mm -hmm. So at at that part, it's like, at the end of the day, you got to make money. You know, you want to make money. So if you're just looking for the cheap out of, you know, I'm going to make this Microsoft Paint, but then just, you know, cut that loss. Okay. But a lot of times, and the second thing is a lot of times, when you're rebranding you're trying to make a major change in not just your identity as a company but your whole mindset as an owner completely forget all your losses all your bad decisions and start over we see a lot with sports teams when they relocate they're trying to start completely over so it's a re- it's a reset it's a refresh and you know we're talking about tough times if you're going through a bankruptcy maybe it's a good time to rebrand get that bad bankruptcy off your name off that name and just start over with a new name new company
0: it's not a bad gig. And, and a lot of people that get so attached to it, like we went through a rebrand. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. started, like when I started the company three years ago, it was full sale marketing. But full sale marketing is too confusing on what exactly we do when we just straight up just focus on contractors. So contractor mm-hmm. growth network, I mean, if we wanted to be very specific, we could have said, you know, contractor marketing agency, which would have been even more relevant. But like, well, our logo, it's, it's a house you know, kind of a playful house. Like we went through this, um, and the guy who did the branding for us, it wasn't just like, Hey, Logan, here's a couple logos. What do you think? It was, what do you want your brand to say? You know, are you guys Mm -hmm. more serious? Are you more playful? Are you straightforward? Like all of those, like if, you know, there's a couple, like there's a a guy in the CSA that was asking, you know, he just rebuilt his own website and he was, you know, I was just like, all right, I'll check it out. And I gave him some feedback and he was like, I'm trying to say we're high end. Does that give you that feel? And I was like, it doesn't. Like it, it feels nice, but your logo is the words, I am home. And they're shaped in the way that it's a house. Like the I is the chimney, the AM is like the roof, and then the home is like the actual base of the house. And I was like, that looks like it looks fun. Like it, it yeah. looks like Pixar created your logo. And Pixar is not high-end exclusive Maserati Ferraris. It's down-to-earth, straightforward, family-oriented people. Which means yeah. that that's who's going to call you up. But a lot of down to earth, family oriented people don't have $150,000 to spend on a kitchen remodel. So you just have to be very self aware of what brand you're putting out there. Are you a remodeling company or are you a building firm? Because those have two very different connotations. So they don't want to rebrand, but they're, they're very frustrated with the clientele that they're attracting. And a lot of times you can just check out by how they spend their time and their money. You know they it's very tough to expect somebody a client to spend a bunch of money with you when you yourself cut corners all the time right i i think a big issue with a lot of contractors is that they can't afford their own services and when you can't afford your own services how can you truly empathize with your ideal client to go well you've got a hundred thousand dollars in uh you know discretionary funds you could spend that on a kitchen most contractors don't have they, they don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank that they could play with just to remodel their house. So how can they truly put themselves in the shoes of the other clientele without like doing a bunch of, of role playing and and practicing doing that? So it's that same mindset where if you're trying to attract higher end, but you built your your logo, your brand, your everything on you know pennies and, and nickels it's going to come across as such, and you're going to have a tough time doing that. Hey guys, real quick. If you want to learn more about all this stuff and really understand how all the marketing stuff works for contractors, go ahead and hop in our Facebook group, Contractor Growth Network, search it in Facebook. There you go. So with that being said, should you rebrand? Should you start all over? You know, Alex, before this, you were telling me about Bar Rescue. So what what is a what does your boy Tapper do?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah Tapper. He basically, I'd say about seventy-five percent of the time, he's rescuing a bar. He will uh, change the change the name, change the logo. Most of the time, people really don't care. But there's always those few that they're so attached to the name. They're so attached. They oh, I built. I've been here for twenty years. I, I want to keep this name. And to be honest, unless it's a very historical place, it's been passed down. It's been around for you know fifty years or whatever. He just tells the you know, the owner, it's, why, why are you so attached to the name? It, it it means nothing to community. It means nothing to history. There's no legacy behind it. All it is is a legacy of bad decisions. So start over with a fresh company. They start with a fresh name. What do you have to lose? There's nothing. You have no attachment to that name other than you came up with it. And most of the time, they, they agree with the switch.
0: What are some of the problems that these bar owners do? Like, like what are what are the issues that they're facing that requires John Tapper to come in? Uh, most of the time they're in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. It's insurmountable. They're
1: months, weeks from closing. Um, yeah. you know they're on their last legs, basically. Uh, and you know basically they don't even know how to run the bar properly. They don't train properly it's It's a bunch of you know operational stuff, I think, but it, it's also the big uh the number one thing is there's absolutely zero customers coming into the to the bars. and if you keep that name, more than likely, they're not really gonna know it's changed. If you see a new name, it's, you think it's new ownership, new bar, but you know, as you, as the owner, you still own the bar, the same old name when it, it was nobody in there to the new name that when there's people in there. So what difference does it make? You're
0: making money. It's all about making money. That's the bottom line. And and it's crazy because they want to keep the old name because like what you said, exactly. You came up with it. It's yours. You owned it. We got it. But that name is associated with negativity, nobody coming in. I mean, it it's like, this is going to sound really shitty. But imagine if you wanted to start your own marketing company and you named it Sandusky Marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, would you really like think like the, the emotion that's attached to that name is unbelievably negative. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, well, like, I got, like, I got like, a example
1: for you. Okay. Good, sorry, okay. I didn't cut you off. But like, I got, um, there's this country all girl band that they were called the Dixie Chicks.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: during this time, they've actually changed their name to the Chicks. So you can continue, but that's, that's pretty much did right. they really? what you're Just saying.
0: Change
1: it? I think no it was way. recently I saw an article. I don't listen to them, but I did hear that they changed
0: it to the chicks. So, so the the idea of all this is that a lot of times, I mean, I think Alex, you nailed it. It's it's, you don't want to change it. Not because you, you don't want to spend the money and you don't want to go through all this effort to, to redo it, but it's because it's almost like accepting failure like you you're the one that named it you're the one that helped create the first low you're the one that did this and it didn't work but you don't want to accept failure you want to make what you already have work Mm -hmm. so i think that i think you nailed it and you hit it on the head with that because i think that's really the problem i think that's probably why dan snyder was saying that because he's like i want to make this redskins thing work you know maybe if we can get back to becoming like the best you know super bowl champions people will forget that the name is is racist But clearly we're seeing that that's not the case. So, yeah, I I mean, that makes total sense of what you're saying is it's yours. That's what you own. So if if you really like, like, look at your logo, like ask, you know, your logo, your brand, your everything, ask clients, you know, what do you think of this? Like, and I see contractors do all the time in these Facebook groups where they'll send out like, Hey, here's my new logo. What do you think? And all the other contractors who are also have shitty logos say, Oh, that looks amazing. You should add another hammer into that because four hammers is better than three. Like, And I'm just and I'm just sitting there, and I used to respond. And I used to say, send it out to your customers because they're the ones that actually has spent money with you. Or post it on Facebook yeah. because what will happen is as you post these options of different quote-unquote logos on a public Facebook forum, I know you're afraid of looking dumb, but people will engage. People will interact, and that spreads like wildfire throughout your community, so now you're actually – promoting yourself even more. And when people feel like they're part of the company, they'll then come back and hire you because they're, they're the ones that helped you pick out the logo. So it actually Mm -hmm. helps, you know, in, in multiple ways of getting the best actual logo for you, but also generating, you know, more brand awareness around you. But most of them just pick like the worst, the worst names, the worst, everything, just because that's what other contractors do. And it's, it's the blind leading the blind
1: yeah exactly it's a good point i I think the most is uh you know people try to cram like you said earlier they try to cram everything they do into their logo and like in this small font or they try to cram their whole long name of you know you know mendenhall refinishing and you know painting it's like that's too long i can't read that while i'm driving past it's it could be just like like uh it could just be an apple or like a pear or something like that where it's just like oh that's the pear company they don't even have to know your name they just know your logo if it stands out that well like if you saw the
0: Apple logo, would you know it? Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Nike, same deal. You know, there's a lot of companies out there like ESPN. It's pretty obvious because it's literally just says ESPN, but (laughs) um, yeah, regardless, like, like you just put so much into it. So when you guys do this, just be aware of that. If you have, you know, your, your branding, your, your name, whatever you want, don't, don't fall into that sunk cost fallacy of, well, I've already had this name for 10 years. I'm definitely not changing it because, you know, everybody knows it in town. It's like, does everybody know it in town? Look at your Google Analytics and let me know how many people are specifically looking for your company. Because if you're getting hundreds of people a day, then okay, maybe, maybe you're on to something. Maybe you shouldn't necessarily change it just yet. But a lot of people, it's nobody actually knows who you are, like what you're saying with, with uh, the bars. They don't actually know the bar. They know the bar is a shitty bar, which is even worse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The shitty bar on 6th Street. You know, that's what they know it of.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So do you have anything else to add to this or are we okay? No, I think we hit the nail on the head.
1: Yeah. We beat this dead horse.
0: Yeah. All right. Beautiful. So guys, if you have a a branding problem and you go back, you look at your website and you're attracting the wrong clientele, go to contractorgrowthnetwork.com. Let's schedule a call. Let's chat about your websites because- this is exactly what we do. Figure out what's good about your brand and how do we get that in front of the right people at the right place in the right time. See you guys.